0: Money, 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 money. And welcome into the inaugural gaming podcast with both myself and my longtime good friend, Andy Roth. And Andy, I use the word gaming because I could easily say gambling or speculation or beating the odds, but I think you know what I mean. And let me say that I may be a novice at best, but Andy is both a pro and a successful pro at that, I may add and an expert at uh, certainly basketball and baseball, and listen, he knows his stuff. Andy specializes with futures, and as you will hear, uh, we'll be sprinkling in a look at some key games with our best bets once in a while. When the football season starts, I'll specialize a little bit more in football, and we're brought to you by DraftKings. And DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for our listeners. Listen to this great offer. Place any pre-event wager of $1, that's $1, to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive either gold, silver, or bronze this week, 100 to 1 odds on an offer like this. It doesn't come around very often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook, it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. When you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits, if America does win a medal, that's code THPN to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And Andy, we're going to start with basketball because as we speak, The money is flowing. I mean, hopefully the money flows into all our friends' pockets, but the money is flowing in the NBA because the free agency window opened up about three or four hours ago, and it's absolutely insane what people are getting around uh, the NBA as well as some other sports. But we're here to tell people, you know, how they can cash in. And so, you know, even though basketball is played from X amount of the calendar year to another part of the calendar year, Let's face it, it's 24-7, 365, and we're going to look ahead already to the NBA, and I'll let you pick it up from there.
1: Well, why don't we start out with the Rookie of the Year? And with that category, automatically you've got to narrow the field to the guys that are going to get the playing time to put up the kind of numbers that it'll take to win it. And right now, really, you're looking at the top five picks that likely will get the most playing time. But immediately I crossed Scotty Barnes off that list, because of his lack of offensive firepower. He's just not going to put enough points up on the board to compete for the award. Now, for me, uh, Kate Cunningham is the favorite, and rightfully so. I think they'll hand the keys to him, much like the Mavericks did with Luka Doncic. And Kay's a guy that'll put up points, assists, rebounds. He's got some nice players to work with there. You know, Jeremy Grant, who had a really good year in his first year with Detroit he's got the other two rookies from last year, sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart, and if you can get Kate Cunningham at plus 250, two, plus 275, that's a good investment. The other player I would look at because of the ability to put up numbers and because of the price would be Jalen Suggs with uh, with Orlando. Because uh you're looking at 8 to 1 odds. Um Suggs has the talent to win it and and that's a good value at that price. Evan Mobley with Cleveland. You've got Sexton and Garland there and Jared Allen. And Mobley, not a very good rebounder, so he may be lacking that category. I don't know if he'll have enough usage to win it. And uh, then you look at Jalen Green with the Rockets, uh, potentially playing with John Wall if they keep him, Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood. So again, the usage might not be there where it is with a guy like Cunningham. So Suggs, it may be eight to one. And um, Cunningham
0: at plus 275, I think, are good investments. All right. So I told you even before we started recording a little bit earlier today that I already have my money on Jalen Suggs because, A, um, he's talented. It goes without saying. He can put the ball in the basket. He's got that clutch gene, which he's always had, not only in basketball, but in football and baseball. The guy is an incredible athlete, but he's most importantly – He's going to get a lot of playing time with a young nucleus down in Orlando. So, you know, obviously we're talking about this early in August. You know, we're already looking ahead towards February, March, and April to see how he pans out, you know, for for the Rookie of the Year award. But I like this kid a lot, and I think he's going to do really well. And if you can get somebody like that at 8-1 to odds, I don't know, Andy, that's pretty tough to pass up.
1: Yeah, and a guy, again, he's a guy that's going to fill up the stat sheet. He's a a plus rebounder, averaged six rebounds a game uh, at Gonzaga, was a good rebounder in college. He's going to get his share of assists. You know, and he'll put up the points. And a lot of times with the the rookie of the year, it's more about volume even than efficiency.
0: Yeah, now every now and then someone comes out of the pack, they do almost every year, some rookie who's drafted at 12 or 15 or 18, you know – a lot of the players at 12, 15 and 18 this year, I'm told it's a, it was a very deep draft, but a lot of those players were from Europe. So I'm not really familiar with some of those players. But if you had to pick somebody who's got a ridiculously long price on them, who would you steer towards?
1: Well, that would be the oldest player in the draft and experience, Chris Duarte, who went to Indiana. Now, again, he might not get enough playing time, but the value is good at 35 to 1. So if you put down $100, you win $3,500. Low risk, high reward, my favorite type of investment.
0: Well, and that's how you have been very successful at what you do. And I said that you're a successful pro at doing this. Can you give some uh, examples of times when you have gone to the window and cashed in with something that was really long odds in your past?
1: Well, actually, this season
0: alone, I had uh, Tom Thibodeau
1: for Coach of the Year at 80 to 1. 80 to 1? Julius Randle, most... Julius Randle most improved at 65 to one. I played Jokic originally at 25 to one. And um, Defensive Player of the Year, I played Rudy Gobert at three to one, but I was able to put in a high amount at three to one because I had played Ben Simmons prior to the season at 40 to one. I had Miles Turner at 100 to one, and I sprinkled in a little of Giannis at a reasonable price. And um, I guess my other big win recently Sort of was Steph Curry's first MVP season. I played him before the season at 40 to 1. All
0: right. Well, just even talking about Thibodeau, 80 to 1. You put $100 on Tom Thibodeau, and that was a good bet because every place he's gone in his first year, for sure, he's, he's turned around his team record wise. 80 to 1. Let's just say you only put up $100. Okay. I don't know what you put up. You can, you can say if you want to. That's a hell of a return
1: yeah it's a it's a great return again the the best ones are low risk high reward where you feel you have a legitimate shot to win and unfortunate and unfortunately they limited me in the, the amount i wanted to play
0: oh i don't like that
1: <laughs> neither do i
0: i don't like that at all, they, all right. they, 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 they don't like successful players okay fair enough all right let me just ask you what when you do something like that again you're talking to a novice you're the pro Uh, is it like when you go to the track and and you like somebody, but you bet them across the board, meaning, all right, you know, Giannis has got a really good chance, so I'm going to bet a little bit on him, but I'm going to find two or three other guys like what I think you're saying to me. And so that way you're you're hedging your bet, but you're going to win on something. It's just a matter of how much you're going to win.
1: Well, it's all a matter, no matter what you play in getting value in the line. You know, for example, again, I didn't play Rudy Gobert initially, but because – I had Miles Turner at 100 to 1 and Ben Simmons at 40 to 1 then it allowed me to play Rudy Gobert during the season where I could maximize my profit on Gobert. So if you can get someone as a long shot in the field that competes you can still win a sizable amount with the player that ends up winning the award. That's not the long shot.
0: Do they do they in whatever betting circles that you are or anybody else is in? Can you can you cash in, and if somebody finishes second, can you bet somebody to finish second or third? Uh,
1: normally, for the the major awards, it's usually just the winner.
0: Okay, fair enough. So that's that's what I'm saying. When you go to the racetrack, you like the horse that's going off at one to five, so you bet it to place and show also just to make sure that you're getting something just in case he gets nosed out at the wire. That's not the case with these uh, categories.
1: And by the way, the coach of the year was my second year in a row. I had Nick Nurse the year before at uh, 20 to
0: 1. Well, no wonder you're driving a Rolls Royce. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the let's go to the uh, let's stick with basketball. That's the hot topic tonight uh, here on August the 2nd. MVP. And for the second year in a row, the betting favorite is Luka Doncic. And one of these years he's going to win it. He didn't last year. He got off to a slow start for him, you know, um and there was so, there's so many great players in the NBA. Um but right now he's the betting favorite. Then what I see unless you have something different, I see Embiid and Durant are the the next two Giannis and Steph Curry. So it's all the familiar names that are on top of the list.
1: Right, but but not much value there. Uh right. Dante at 400 is not value. And again, um Usually when I gauge the MVP award, uh, I look at a player who's not playing with a second or third star. Now, last year may have been the exception to the rule uh, where LeBron would have had a real legitimate shot to win it if he didn't get injured playing with Anthony Davis. But if you look at recent history, Steph Curry won his two MVPs before Kevin Durant got there. Kevin Durant won his lone MVP, before going to Golden State Russell Westbrook won his MVP after Durant left OKC so with that in mind I'm looking for somebody who I think has the talent to win it and the price maybe doesn't reflect that where I can get good value now again keep in mind it's got to be a team that finishes near the top of their conference but for value and talent I'm looking at Jason Tatum with the Celtics at 30 to one.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm taking a look at two guys who are former MVPs and the price is pretty good. Um, you know, let's face it. LeBron is finally getting a little bit up in years, but I still consider him one of the top five players in the world. And, and I think he's going to be motivated and being the great general manager that he is, he's already loading up the Lakers. That's a whole nother story for a, another run at the title out in Los Angeles and he's getting plus 1100 that's a pretty good number for him but an even better number for me andy is is james harden plus 2500 listen james harden before he got injured the second time around this past season was putting up monster triple doubles and i thought he was in the running for the mvp until he got hurt i still think that, that's an incredible price for a guy as talented as he is i i agree there is some value there
1: and even though he was In the running this year still with playing with durant and irving you know reduces the chances a little and lebron now with westbrook there who also stuffs the stat lines i think it hurts his chances even more being with westbrook and with anthony davis
0: well jason tatum is definitely a a good person to pick i mean let's face it He's getting better and better and better and better each and every season. He's still young. Yeah, his game is expanding. His game's expanding too. His game is expanding. He's got that clutch gene, which is very important to MVP voters. That goes without saying. And he is the number one option on that team. I just don't know. The Celtics have been such a disappointment from a team standpoint the last couple of years. I don't know if he can bust through, you know, to get his team to 50 plus wins. In an ever-improving Eastern Conference. That's the only drawback that I can see from him. Well, I
1: think the coaching change may help, and I do like the return of Al Horford, who I think will flourish playing the five there with Brown and Tatum.
0: Okay. All right, so that's basketball. We're still months away, but listen, like I said, hoops, hoop junkies and hoop gamblers, 24-7, 365. But uh, the sport that's currently even past the halfway point, obviously, and it's going down the stretch now, is Major League Baseball. There are three major categories when you talk about awards. There's the MVP, there's the Cy Young, and the Rookie of the Year. Let's start with the MVP in both leagues. Uh, Again, you and I talked about this, and the National League MVP, I'll tell you, over the last week, it's really flip-flopped, hasn't it?
1: Hey, It's amazing. In one day, you maybe officially had DeGrom and Fernando Tatis Jr., out of the MVP race now the big question mark is is Tatis gone for the season if not how long is he out how much does it hurt his chances now uh, even before the latest DeGrom news I thought he was basically out of the MVP race and um, my second guy would be Max, Max Muncie and at this point if you can get five to one on Muncie I think that's worthwhile for a little investment And for a long shot, Brandon Crawford of the Giants, where you could possibly get him at 50 or 60 to 1.
0: All right. uh, Let's go to Atlanta. Just talking about the National League MVP. Acuna was obviously high on the totem pole before he went down with his injury. Did that elevate in itself Freddie Freeman for the award? Because, listen, he becomes more of a focal point.
1: Well, it automatically elevates him, but you've got to have the production to go along with it. Actually, the Freeman price right now is about plus 750 and that i don't consider good value based on his current numbers
0: all right so that's the national league mvp bottom line is that award is up for grabs as of right now and you can still get in i mean the lines are changing every single day because of the injuries to the Gram and tatis so who knows you 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 can put money in right now i would venture to say that that category is completely up for grabs and a lot of money is going into that yeah and you, you could look at guy guys like manny machado at 60 to 1. Bryce
1: Harper possibly at sixty to one. I mentioned Crawford, who's now as high as seventy to one, and a Justin Turner eighty to one. So there's a lot of opportunities for very
0: small risk and high reward. All right, let's switch leagues. The American League MVP. Listen, uh, I don't think the Angels are going anywhere, but I mean, Otani is the best player right now in 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 the American League. So I mean, he's such an overwhelming favorite right now for MVP. That you have to for value, you got to look way down the totem pole. But you know, what are your thoughts? It's it's either Otani, the next guy is uh, Otani's minus seven hundred. It's unbelievable. At least that's what I saw. Then Vlad Guerrero is the next uh, odds-on favorite at plus four hundred. That's an incredible gap between the first and second guy.
1: Yeah, I've seen Vlad as high as plus five fifty. If you've got a crystal ball and you think Otani might break down, you bet Vlad. Otherwise. stay away from this category right now no
0: sleeper here just in case you know some team comes out of the pack
1: no it's 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 a matter of vlad's stats are so far above everybody else even i have rafael devers um at 50 to 1 but you know the only way devers could win it is if vlad and otani go down most likely
0: all right real quickly before we get to football and i'll give my thoughts on that one what about the Cy in both leagues? What about the rookie in both leagues? I'll let you have the floor. All right. Well, Cy in the American
1: League, uh, really not much value there right now. Uh, you've got Lynn is the favorite, maybe about plus 110. Cole, uh, as much as plus 190. Rodan definitely in third, a notch back of those two guys. Really nothing to invest there. Now, in the National League, it looks like DeGrom will not be able to win this Cy Young award. Um, I figure the best he can do is maybe throw 130 innings. If he comes back September 1, uh, he would fall 30 innings shy of qualifying for the ERA title. And I can't see him getting the award pitching 130 innings. Now, uh, some of the top competitors right now would be Bueller, Woodruff, Wheeler, and Burns. Uh, Woodruff and Wheeler struggled a little in July bueller's throwing the ball really well uh bueller might be worth a little investment and a long shot is the number three guy in the brewers freddie peralta who actually leads the national league in era and is up uh, among the leaders in a number number of other statistical categories in the analytics you can get peralta at 25 to 1. again worth a small investment
0: you know, every time you say Bueller, I think of Ferris Bueller. I can't help it. It's still <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. You know, let's skip the rookie of the year. Let's go to, real quickly, manager of the year in both leagues, because these are going to be really close, especially in the American League. I mean, here in Chicago, Tony La Russa at 76 years old. I don't know if he's the odds-on favorite right now. I don't know if you have the lines in front of you or not, but uh, – this is going to be a uh, all right. I think Tony Larusa is got a you know. Listen, if you bet Tony LaRussa before the season started, I'm sure the the spread was pretty wide. And right now, if he's not the complete odds on favorite, he's right there. But go ahead. What what do you got for rookies of the year? Well, rookie of the year in the
1: American League, you've basically got three guys battling for this. You've got Akil uh, you got Adolis Garcia, and you've got Randy Rosarita of the Rays, but you can get the best value right now, probably at about six to one for Rosarito. But there is, I believe, one really good long shot investment, and that's Casey Mize of the Tigers, who's pitched extremely well, mid three ERA. And actually his war is above the other three position players. And you can get Mize at 50
0: to one. Well, that would be a great return, obviously. Um, All right. um, Real quickly. Uh, I'm going to just touch a little bit on pro football here. Uh, the, uh, the, it's hard to believe, but the NFL season starts a little bit over a month from now. So I'll take the floor on this one, Andy. Um, the NFL offensive rookie of the year, it's really interesting. You got f- all five quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round are the five guys, the odds on favorite. You got Trevor Lawrence from Jacksonville, plus 280, Justin Fields with the Bears, plus 600. Um, uh, you got Trey Lance with San Francisco, Zach Wilson with the jets and Mac Jones with new England. Now I'm going to cross guys out. No, and it has nothing to do with the price. It has everything to do with their pecking order on the teams. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is definitely going to, I think is going to start right off the bat. So he's going to be, that's why he's your odds on favorite Justin Fields. And I'm here in Chicago. He's not going to start unless Andy Dalton, you know, has a severe hangnail or something like that. So, it's not going to be Justin Fields' minimum until at least one-third of the way into the season, and that depends on how Andy Dalton does. Trey Lance with San Francisco, he's not going to start either because I think Garofalo is still your starter out in Frisco. Zach Wilson with the Jets, and then Mac Jones is not going to start with New England because Cam Newton is, is still going to be your starting quarterback. So even though Trevor Lawrence, it's not really much of a return right now, I think he's your odds-on favor, but I'm going to throw one uh, one guy into the mix here. He was the number four pick overall. He uh, went to uh, Atlanta, and when I'm talking about Kyle Pitts, the tight end, and the reason I right. like him, he's yeah. plus a thousand, plus a thousand. He's going to be, you know, getting the ball thrown to him. He's going to start, and Matt Ryan, who's probably in his last year in Atlanta, they're going to be throwing the ball all over the field. So I wouldn't be shocked if, for once. A tight end becomes rookie of the year, and I think that's an incredible price. Yeah,
1: and when you're dealing with a price of 300 on Lawrence and 1,000 on Pitts, you know you can go stronger on Lawrence, who's, you know, much more likely to win it, and go a little lighter on on
0: Pitts as as a little bit of a hedge. All right, uh, two other real quick categories in football: uh, MVP. It's all it's all the normal names. It's Mahomes, it's uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's Josh Allen, it's Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Dak Dak Prescott. And for this uh, number, Lamar Jackson, who might be probably the best rotisserie quarterback for regular season for everybody. The man puts up numbers. My son wins his league every year because uh, because of Lamar Jackson. You know, he's plus 1600, Andy, so he's 16 to 1 odds. That's where my money's going on for MVP if I want to, you know, cash in a nice ticket. Yeah, Jackson wouldn't be bad. And also you've got
1: Matthew Stafford at 16 to 1 and the very talented Justin Herbert at
0: 18 to 1. That's a pretty good price. I mean, that's a real good price. Real good price. All right, there's one last category in football before we wrap this one up. Again, when we get closer to the season, we'll be talking, we'll we'll sprinkle in some games, you know, I'll have my opinions. Uh, you know, um, I know you'll bet against the Jets every week because you're you're from New York. I understand <laughs> that. <laughs> no, nah, I got to look for value in the line. It's all about value. <laughs> but here's an interesting category, you know, and in Vegas, you can do almost anything. I love this. Here's a category where you bet on the team to have the worst record regular season, okay? And right now the odds on favorite is Houston, which was god-awful, of course, last season. They're plus 250, but you know what? I think um, – oh, gosh, I'm spacing out on their on their quarterback right now. Um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I spaced out. I think he's going to play as long as he stays away from the long arm of the law. I think he's going to play. I think he's got something to prove. He's got a bunch of new wide receivers, so I think he's going to put up some uh, some some numbers. Uh, their defense is going to stink, but I don't think Houston is going to have the worst record. No offense, Andy. I'm looking at your New York Jets. They're plus 750 to have the worst record in football, and if they're going to start a, a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson, and let's face it, they haven't done too well with rookie quarterbacks in the recent past. That's where my money's going this season. Certainly reasonable, but I have to point out, The Jets
1: aren't my team. My team is the team I invest in. That's my team.
0: Okay, fair enough. I'm only making fun because, let's face it, even though you don't have too much of a New York accent, you're from New York, let's face it. That that I am. I'm proud of it. There you are. Okay, as well you should be, of course. Anyway, the other teams that are in the running for the worst record, if you want to get the um, value, Houston plus 250, the Lions, which you know annually stink. They're plus 350, the Jets plus 750, Cincinnati and Jacksonville at plus 1200. Uh, Jacksonville's tempting, but I think Trevor Lawrence is talented enough as a rookie. I think he's going to win some games. So again, as we get closer to the regular season in the NFL, we'll sprinkle in some games, some college, some big college games as well. But again, Andy's specialty, and I'm not blowing smoke because I've seen him cash big tickets and he's already made mention of it is betting futures, and that's where a lot of money is in today's betting uh, society. So, Andy, uh, any final thoughts on your end? Uh, I'm an investor, not a bettor. Those are my final thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, doesn't make a difference. You know, what do they call uh, garbage men? They used to be called sanitary engineers. It's only just the word.
1: Yeah. I- instead of buying stock in Google and Facebook, I buy stock in Tom Thibodeau,
0: Nikola Jokic, or whomever. Right. I I totally get it. And that's why I called this initially a gaming podcast, not a gambling podcast, but a gaming podcast. And I figured uh, people people understand what we're talking about. Anyway, that'll do it for our inaugural look ahead at some of the major awards and in, in some of the professional sports. And we'll be back uh, a little bit down the road. And hopefully uh, you'll cash tickets along with some of Andy's advice. So for now, we'll say talk to you later.